is Bumper to Bumper, the car show. Drive in anxious and cruise out confident with the best automotive info for your vehicle. And now your host, Matt Allen. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, here with you every single Saturday at 11 o'clock to help you navigate the ownership of your car, whatever that may be. Maybe it's a, a repair problem, a breakdown, maybe you need some maintenance, maybe you got that big list of repairs that supposedly need to be done, the keywords need. Uh, you know, should you deviate from your owner's manual, what that says, or what are all these different services that are required on my car, or whatever it is. Maybe you have a, maybe you want to buy a new car, you're looking for a body shop or a detail shop, whatever that is, we can help, help you navigate, answer some questions you have, and We'd encourage you to get involved, and the way to do that is to give us a call. It's easy to do. Pick up the phone, dial 602-277-5827. It's 602-277-5827. And if you like to text, you can do that at 411-923. So we've got a great Memorial Day weekend ahead of us. And remember Memorial Day here. We want to recognize all the veterans and all the, the sacrifices and service that they've done that allow us to have these beautiful weekends and the freedoms that we have. So thank you to all the vets and, and all the people currently in the military serving around the world maybe listening. I don't know. <laughs> but they uh, could be. You never know. Um, so thank you to them and then everybody else out there. You know, a lot of cars on the road this week. Weekend. It's it's uh, it's a big big travel weekend. I think I heard a report just now in the news. Record number of cars on the roads. I think there's even record number. I think the flights are even up is back to 2005 levels. I I believe I heard. I can't help you with your airplane, but we can certainly help with the car. But uh, yeah, it's just just a lot of people on the road. We saw a little bit of a rush this week at the shops with with people getting car repairs and maintenance done, and, and you know, and it's funny, Carrie. A lot of people come in and they say, oh, "You're calling frantic for an oil change." Like, you know what? An oil change is not going to make or break your trip, and as a matter of fact, you're better off just not making it. And unfortunately, we had a couple circumstances where, you know, people did try to get in early, and we've got some a couple complicated, super complex cars that we weren't able to get back to to customers. As a matter of fact, one of them is a listener and might be listening now, but uh, you know, auto repair is not. Not easy. It looks easy sometimes. And those YouTube videos that uh, last two minutes for a four-hour job, you know, sometimes give you a, a, mis, uh, a misinterpretation of what's really happening. So um, if you had a problem, it's glad that you glad that you got in, you know, and, and got your service early. And, and, again, we've got this 100 degrees. It's here. It's here now. It's just talking with the guys at the shop. We're going to have a, a three-day weekend this weekend, but now we're talking about 4th of July. Now, that'll be our next break at the shop. 4th of July is on a Tuesday this year. So uh, we're going to be closed Monday. And I said, guys, we got a, we got a 40-day stretch here or something like that. Count, you know, 35, whatever the day is of, a, of, of heat. And uh, so we're already looking ahead to 4th of July. And if you're going to be traveling for 4th of July, I would suggest that you, if you have a deadline, you've got to be on the road with your car. You got to get it in. Um, you've got to get it in. And unfortunately, we've got a situation where a customer wanted to be on the road yesterday or two or or Wednesday. It's just not happening. Got a very complex problem with the car. So, so do yourself a favor and and, and try and get ahead of that if you can to uh, to get in for service and and just to make sure your car is okay. We don't want to see it you know on the side of the road. So if you have any questions, want to talk about your car, 602-277-5827 is 602-277-KTAR. Uh, oh, real quick, before I forget, um, I want to give a shout out. You know, when I'm here every Saturday, 11 o'clock. I mean, you saw back in March, took like three weeks off, did some traveling and and such, and was sick for one weekend, I think, or whatever it is. So when I come in here on Saturdays at 11, I miss a lot of stuff. Miss a lot of kids' soccer games, miss a lot of stuff. And one of the things I'm missing today is a graduation brunch for my 
niece's daughter. What is my niece's daughter, Carrie? Is she my great niece or my grandniece? Or <laughs> I'm not sure. My, my second niece. I don't Talk know. Talk about complicated uh, repair. I, mean, I know. Yeah. Talk about complicated yeah. repair. So Carolyn, my niece, her daughter Samantha graduated. I think from Castile High School out there, way out in Gilbert, somewhere where I never go. And uh, congratulations, Samantha. Congratulations. It can't make the uh, the brec- the brunch today, the brunch party. So I don't know if they're listening or not. But uh, Samantha or Sammy as she's affectionately known. Congratulations on your graduation and to all the other graduates out there. And I'll talk a little bit later about uh, another graduation maybe. A uh, little, little, little tug on your heartstrings a little bit maybe. Um, so, But back to the cars. Back to the cars. We're, we're um, starting to see a little bit of tire carcasses on the road. Um, batteries. You know, we, we saw a lot of batteries this week when we got into 100-degree temperature. And if your car has got the stop-start technology, and uh, you may not know what that is. If you've got the car that has start-stop technology, you know what it is. But those of you who don't, the start-stop technology is for emissions control. And you'll hear the cars shutting off at the stoplight. And all of a sudden, if your windows are down, which they may not be very much anymore this time of year as we get hotter, you'll hear cars starting up at the intersection. Or you might even notice in your car, why isn't my car running? It just dawns on you, I've, I've got this. Those batteries in those cars are super important. There's an auxiliary battery and there's a primary battery. So when, when you're getting your primary battery replaced, your main 12-volt battery that starts the car, the secondary battery is something that you probably ought to just go ahead and replace at the same time if they're the same age. We're seeing more and more of these. We replace the primary, and then the secondary or the auxiliary battery is failing You know, a couple months later. Go ahead, Karen. Pardon me. Is the same, is the secondary battery the same size? No, okay. no, not even close. Okay, not, not even not even close. And 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 I, different manufacturers are doing it different ways. Okay. You've got your secondary auxiliary battery is is in some cases just to keep alive memory, to keep uh, you know to keep the uh, computers and everything. Uh, Powered up and the memories alive and such, uh, you know, when the car's off. And then you've got the main battery for starting the car and the deeper reserves. So uh, different, different cars have different systems, but I just want to remind you about that. You have, if you have a more modern car, one that's, you know, Definitely, maybe 2000. I mean, my wife's car's a 2016, and it's got them. I, I forget what exact years the batteries, auxiliary batteries started coming out. Now we're seeing some cars have three batteries. And I'm not talking about a hybrid. I'm just talking about a regular gasoline engine, what you would think, <clears throat> excuse me, would be a normal car um, having, you know, having these multiple batteries. So that's just a reminder. I want to remind you to, you know, take a look at your tires. If you're out on the road, I mean, you're, you're, you've sealed your fate right now, <laughs> pretty much. If uh, And if you're listening today, you're probably, you're, maybe you're on the road or you're just home like me. I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying home. I don't travel on the holiday weekends. I, I, uh, I, I like to stay home a special memorial day because that's race day we'll be uh watching the indy 500 and the the formula one race in monaco and 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 such and um and that will take up and consume most of my sunday uh, let's see what else we got carrie maybe you know that's the other thing fuel prices coming down coming down big time so that's a good thing Maybe we'll talk about some tips on how to how to save the fuel, how how to get better fuel economy, and not waste that fuel that's five bucks a gallon still. But it is coming down. I thought ten, twelve cents maybe. I think we're going to get some drops. So six zero two two seven seven five eight two seven is six zero two two seven seven KTAR. If you like to text four one one nine two three, and take a quick break. Be right back. Hey now, are you driving around in a filthy car and don't have two hours to waste sitting at an inconvenient location getting a bad car wash or detail? Hi, Scott Drummond here, owner of Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. And I'm Marcus Morton, owner of Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. We've been servicing the valley for over 15 years with a five-star rated service. We come to you to wash and detail your car at home, the office, or even on the golf course. Check us out at ShowcaseMobileDetailing.com or PitStopDetailing.com. Hi, this is Kelly. 
After my husband and I moved to Arizona, we were looking for an honest, trustworthy repair shop. We happened to meet Spencer Dusay, owner of H&I Automotive, and we were quickly impressed with him personally as well as how he ran his business. Spencer has trained his highly skilled staff to focus on giving their customers friendly and honest service as their top priority. We always know in advance what the repair is and why with a fully supported digital diagnostic estimate. They're transparent, they communicate, and they stand behind their work. As a woman, I feel respected. I'm not a mechanic, and I always feel confident with their communications and their work. 13 years later, and we've never been disappointed. After all this time, we're still being greeted by the same friendly employees, which speaks highly of the type of business Spencer has built. Check out all their five-star reviews for yourself online. H stands for honesty, and I stands for integrity. You feel it every time you visit them. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Hi, Kurt Rock here for Kurt's Auto Repair. Times and technology has changed, but at Kurt's, we're still the same family-owned and operated business that has enabled us to earn a perfect Better Business Bureau record for over 30 years. Our master technicians are experts in everything automotive, foreign and domestic, gas and diesel. Come experience quality and service that time has not changed. Check us out online at mycarhurts.com. If your car hurts, take it to Kurt's. All righty, welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, here with you every single Saturday, even these holiday weekends. So don't leave me hanging out here by myself. Give me a call. I need somebody to talk to, please. Now, don't make me beg, but I will give you the phone number again, and maybe I will beg. 602, that's a zero, actually. I always give people a hard time about that. 602-277-5827. 602-277-KTAR. And, of course, text messages at 411-923. Of course, gas prices are coming down. Uh, I've heard 10 cents, 15 cents. I've heard them dropping, you know, multiple times. Talked to some gas station people. Their, their prices are coming down. You may not see the sign reflect the price, though. Well, why is that? Well, you know, depending on what station you go to, they've got inventory in the ground that they've got to sell. So a lot of times that older inventory, it's not that old. It's they've got to sell that first. They might get a truck load at the lower at the new lower cost, but they've got to sell what's in the ground still or part of what's in the ground. You know, maybe a twenty thousand gallons or five thousand gallons is at the higher price. So they've got to run that through before they run out there and and, and change the letters on the big uh, on the big street sign. They're not making enough money, right? Yeah, right. right. Well, exactly. you know, yeah. I don't know about the local yeah. stations. You yeah, know, there's the margins, not a, yeah. there's not a whole lot of margin in there on the gas. By the time the credit card companies uh, take their 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 share and, yeah. and stuff like that. So, but nonetheless, even though the price of gas is coming down. We still don't want to waste it. Um, so, you know, a couple tips, Carrie. I'm gonna. I'm not looking it up. Carrie's got some stuff. He's pulling up. But well, yeah. But I, I you know, I, I can just give you some of the most obvious. I think. Go right ahead. And, 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 and you know, you say most obvious. It's kind of like common sense, but maybe it's not so common. I mean, it's, you don't know what you don't know. Um, proper tire inflation. That's no, first and number foremost. Two on the list, yeah. You know, uh, it's easy. Go up there. My kid was riding the bike. I was like, God, I'm so tired. I mean, don't you see the tires are flat? Yeah, exactly. Like, you put some air in the tires, and she's like, oh, my oh, gosh, exactly. this thing rides. It's I can, much I can, easier I to ride, now. Dad, yeah. Yeah, so get rid of that resistance. Get some air in the tires. Get them inflated to their proper temperature. Get the junk out of the trunk, you know, hauling around extra weight. Um, I, I'm the worst person to give this advice, but easy on the gas, easy on the brake. Yeah. You know, the more you, when you slow down, you're taking away momentum. You know, you can judge the stoplights. I was teaching my daughter how to drive a stick shift a few weeks ago. And wow. I'm, I'm encouraged to say, hey, slow down a little bit. If you want to avoid a shift, we see this light coming up. Just start coasting a little bit early uh, because maybe the light's going to change. You won't have to shift gears. Well, you can do that in an automatic transmission car, too. Slow down a little bit. Judge that light. Keep your inertia going. And, and then, you know, so drive like there's an egg between your foot and the gas pedal and try to drive like there's an egg between your foot and the brake pedal. You guys must have told me to drive like you have no brakes. Yeah? 
Yeah. Because you're not going to accelerate too hard. You're yeah. Gonna, you're going to slow down a little further away. Just, oh, you're going to ease into it. Yeah, you're so going to back off the pedal much earlier. What else is that? Also on the list here, use your AC sparingly. That's hard to do here. Not, not going to happen exactly. here. But what about keeping your windows closed? You Does know, much? well, you're going to keep them closed because you've got the air conditioner on. But I've heard some people talk about that, looking at the fuel mileage, and does it cause drag? Right. Okay. I don't know. I think I saw one of those, uh, what was that show where they did the things where... Mythbusters? Mythbusters okay. with the tailgate. Yeah, sure. they did okay. all the tests. And yeah, I think yeah, yeah. it was, you know, bad uh, bad info. It sounded good. Yeah. But, uh, Sounds logical. Anyways, <laughs> logical. Yeah. But but that's I don't think that's going to help you with your, back to your, your fuel. Back to your taking the, the junk out of the trunk. Avoid heavy loads if you can. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of us that are hitting the roads for the vacations, use cruise control. Yeah. Just set it and forget it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, a lot of wide open throttle the pass. You know that's oh, yeah. it's, it, oh, it it, you can see the, see the see the uh, the the gas gauge moving sometimes. So well, according, according to Gas Buddy, they say the difference between driving 62 miles an hour versus 75 miles an hour causes an extra 15 percent of fuel consumption. Yeah, but I think the 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 problem with that carry is if you're going 62 and the speed limit is 75, Get someone's going to kill you right. before you don't yeah. need to worry about Road fuel anymore. Starts at home. Yeah, that's because right. you're going to be holding up traffic that's right. and you're. You're going to need to step on the gas and yeah. run away from everybody because exactly. you will have a line of cars that will be unhappy behind you. That's so right. those are just some of the little tips yeah. we found that uh, have a little fun with. And maybe you've got a tip you can share or something. Besides the fact of having a good running car. If the car's not running well, you're not going to get fuel mileage. And, and that includes putting the right fuel in the car. So we got a couple phone calls. We've got Keith and Tempe, 2007 Toyota Camry. Keith, how can we help you today? Uh, yeah, my car's got about 111,000 miles on it, and one of the national chains they gave me a list of kadoos, and I picked off a lot of those. Now I'm wondering which is the most important because they start to get more expensive. For okay. example, okay, hang tight, real quick. So we, real quick, it's a V6 or a four-cylinder Camry. Uh, six. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Okay. Okay. So sounds I don't know good. The answer to that. Okay. No problem. So what's what's on the list, including the stuff that you did, including the stuff that you're questioning doing? Okay. I had I replaced air filters, cabin filters, uh, replaced power steering flush, premium cooling system flush, etc. So now down to things like uh, premium transmission flush. A fuel system service, remove and replace spark plugs. Those three things, and I don't know what to do in what order, they're recommending the fuel system and the spark plugs as top priority. The other most expensive thing, which I'm not considering right today, is remove and replace the oil pan or gasket. So I guess of the three things that are reasonably priced, which do we do first? Hmm. Well... I don't know. Um, you did the cabin air filter, the engine air filter. You said you did the power steering system flush and the cooling flush, right? Yes. And then what was the third one? A premium flush of what? Okay, uh, premium transmission Trans. flush. Okay. So whenever I hear big chain store, these are kind of the list that you see because this is what they do. Right. <laughs> and, and I don't want to... Sound too bad or cynical, but sometimes I am. They can't fix cars. They can't not fix cars. And you're wondering, what do you mean? Well, they know how to do all the services. This, all this work is what we call the gravy. It's very easy to do. Um, And your car has 111,000 miles on it. So before anybody can make these recommendations, of course, I can't make them because I haven't seen the car. But this sounds to me like someone went in for an oil service and they just started, you know, whatever. Here's, you need this, you need one of these, flush, 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 you know, flush, flush, flush. I flush my toilet, not my car. So we want to service those fluids definitely when it's called for. I don't know if you need a cooling system flush. We're going to base that off the mileage, and when was it done last, and what's the condition of the coolant? So what's the justification for needing these services? I don't think your spark plugs are due at 111,000 miles. They're either due at, they were either due at 105, or they're not due until 120, most likely. So, again, 
Do you know if you've had your spark plugs replaced ever, Keith? Uh, I honestly do not. I have to, have to go back and look at my records. So that's, I do keep records. Yeah, see, good. So that's why I would encourage you to do. Thumb through those records and start to highlight some of the things that you've done before you give them the blanket. Go ahead and, and, and do it. Um, I, um, fuel injection system cleaning, you're never going to see that in an owner's manual. There, it just, there's no owner's manual that says clean your fuel injectors. We're starting to see where lately they're saying add fuel system cleaner because they're having problems. But even though it's not in the owner's manual, I will stand here and tell you it needs to be done on cars. But it should be done at appropriate mileages, and then the appropriate type of service needs to be done that matches your car as well. So fuel injection cleaning services and spark plugs would tend to go hand in hand. They're going to be a performance type of thing. Um, however, did you say something? Oh, you said an oil pan leak, not a valve cover leak, right? Yeah, I yeah. said it has said remove and replace oil pan and or gasket, which right. is the most expensive thing on the list. Yeah, and, and then are you so are you seeing a drip in your driveway or any leaking fluids or anything like that? No, no. I think they you know took a picture and uh, you know it probably looked like something was leaking. <laughs> right. Well, and then what you need to do is ask them on the severity level of the one through five. What where what severity is this is this oil leak? I don't see it on the ground, so show it to me. And maybe they did with a picture, but then you have to start rate. You know, we rate those like a one through five. A five, it's leaving a drip on the ground, and it should be repaired. But I see coming out of these some places, some shops, you might barely see a little bit of what I call sweat. There's enough of a leak to attract the dust and dirt, and it sticks to that oil. And they want to sell somebody a valve cover gasket, an oil pan gasket. Give me a break. That's something that we put on the ticket that we're going to monitor. Um, it makes a big difference on price, whether it's a four-cylinder or a six-cylinder on your, you know, your tune-up, so to speak, or your spark plugs. So, again, it's hard to know what to tell you without knowing the history of the car and the actual condition. So just to, you know, kind of a quick recap. And this goes for everybody, not just you, Keith. Get your owner's manual out. That's a guide. Some people say it's the Bible. It is not the Bible. It is a good guide. Right. It's made right. for the most, it's made for the most um, uh, I don't know, conditions you might just find, average conditions. General, general yeah. yeah. general conditions. And Arizona is not one of those one of those situations. But you need to look at the owner's manual and then compare that with what they're saying. Compare that with your history and see if it all makes sense. And then let them justify it. And if you're looking for a second opinion, maybe go to a bumper-to-bumper radio shopping. You can find them at bumper to bumper Mark and William, hang tight. We'll be with you in just a couple minutes, taking a quick break. Hi, this is Champ with Champ's Family Automotive. We are a family-owned and operated full-service center for your automotive and diesel needs. Have you been searching for a trustworthy automotive and diesel repair shop? Well, come see us in Goodyear or Surprise. Import, domestic, or diesel. Yes, we take care of it all with state-of-the-art technology and technicians. Bumper to Bumper Radio approved. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. And yes, that's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. Tommy Mello here, owner of A1 Garage Door Service. Springtime savings are here, and now is the perfect time to service your garage. Cracked or worn out bottom rubbers and seals expose your garage door to bugs and other pests, dirt, debris, and cold air. A1 Garage Door Service can replace old bottom rubber and seals in no time. And don't forget about all the moving parts of a garage door system. Wheels get old, cables fray, grease runs out, and tracks move, putting excessive wear and tear on your garage door system. Don't wait until there's a problem. Call A1 Garage Door Service for all of your garage door needs. Call today for our $129.99 tune-up special that includes a new bottom rubber. And remember, the garage door is the smile of your home. So don't wait. Call A1 Garage Door Service and you'll be smiling today. Trust is so important, especially in times like these. At Virginia Auto Service, we've been the place you can trust for over 25 years. 
Hi, I'm Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy and owner of Virginia Auto Service. Rest assured, we've implemented all the necessary steps to keep you safe and sanitized. As we begin to move around a little more, take some stress out of your life by trusting your vehicle to Virginia Auto Service. We are in the heart of downtown Phoenix, 7th Street, just south of Thomas. Check us out on the web, virginiaautoservice.com. Breaking news is always first on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. Now, KTAR News time is 1130. I'm Troy Barrett. If you're planning on throwing a party in an Airbnb this weekend, you might want to think again. The company is cracking down on its party ban for Memorial Day. Ben Bright with Airbnb says even if the owner of the house is informed, the party is still not allowed. So if there's a property where parties are happening, it's not just one time, but a number of times, and it's becoming disruptive for the neighborhood, that's just not a property we want on our platforms. Bright says the party ban began in 2020 to cut back on home damage and neighborhood disruptions. Gas prices beginning to drop a little bit around the state. Arizona's statewide average for a gallon of gas has dropped nine cents from last week to four dollars and fifty-four cents. AAA says the valley is down ten cents from a week ago, sitting at four eighty-seven. And if you're looking to travel this weekend, the average price uh, out of town it's a little bit cheaper. Tucson is at four forty-one. Flagstaff is at four twenty-nine. Time to check traffic now, live from the Valley Chevy Dealers Traffic Center. Here's Tom Keeble. Hey there, Troy. We do have a little bit of new activity going on on the roadways right now. In Glendale, we have a crash still 47th Avenue and Northern Avenue. That's an injury crash. It might take a little time to clear. Also, in Scottsdale, Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard and Hayden Road, there's a crash there as well. If you're headed southbound on the Loop 101 in Phoenix, as you approach Camelback Road, there's some debris in the left lane. Uh, beware of that zone and stay to the right. Also, if you're headed up north, northbound Interstate 17 between Daisy Mountain Drive and Belda Rose Road, really all the way through New River and Black Canyon City, you're going to hit some traffic. Expect delays if you're headed up to the high country. For traffic, Tom Keeble, KTAR News. Sunny and a little bit breezy today with 97 for the forecast high, 99 tomorrow and Monday as well. More wind in the forecast as we go into next week. Right now it's 88 degrees in Gilbert. Weather is brought to you by Howard Air. Whether replace or repair, call Howard Air. I'm Troy Barrett on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. May is National Stroke Awareness Month, and this month's KTAR News Community Spotlight is on Barrow Neurological Institute. KTAR and Barrow encourage you to learn the signs of stroke and remember to think B fast. B for sudden balance difficulties, E for eye and vision issues, F for facial drooping, A for arm weakness, S for sudden speech difficulties, and T for time to call 911. To learn more, visit barrowneuro.org slash stroke. KTAR News. Proud to shine our community spotlight on Barrow Neurological Institute. Bunker to Bunker's Charity Golf Tour is kicking off their summer swing at Verado Golf Club's Founders Course on Saturday, June 24th. Benefiting the Arnie's Army Charitable Foundation, Bunker to Bunker's two-person scramble is loaded with team competitions, a huge raffle, awards, breakfast, and even includes a coupon for a second round of golf, all for just $115. Come enjoy an unforgettable day of golf with your friends. This event is open to the public, but space is limited. So grab your partner and register today at BunkerGolf.com. Old-fashioned service with all the latest in modern technology. It's not a dream. It's what they do at Import Car Specialists. Conveniently located in the Biltmore area, right off the 51 at Indian School. The expert team at Import Car Specialists look forward to solving all of your import service needs. So bring in your classics, that old Triumph, Alfa Romeo, or maybe your new BMW, Mercedes, or Audi. They can take care of all of it for you. Check them out today at ImportCarSpecialists.com. Hey now, are you driving around in a filthy car and don't have two hours to waste sitting at an inconvenient location, getting a bad car wash or detail? Hi, Scott Drummond here, owner of Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. And I'm Marcus Morton, owner of Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. We've been servicing the Valley for over 15 years with a five-star rated service. We come to you to wash and detail your car at home, the office, or even on the golf course. Check us out at ShowcaseMobileDetailing.com or PitStopDetailing.com. Hey guys. Champ here with Champs Family Automotive. Been serving the Valley for over 15 years, treating customers like family. Integrity, fair pricing, and trust. That's what you should have in your automotive repair facility. We understand that if you treat customers like family, 
they continue to return to you. Whether you have a domestic, import, or diesel, we have state-of-the-art technology, technicians, and tools to take care of your needs. Award-winning facilities in Goodyear and Surprise. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. That's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. Bumper to Bumper on Arizona's news station. All righty, everybody. Welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy. As we say here with you every single Saturday, we're about halfway through in this Memorial Day weekend uh, show. And, and it's the Indy 500 show for me. Big big race day tomorrow. we got Monaco, Formula One race, Indy 500. Then we got the Coca-Cola 600 and NASCAR. So I will be firmly planted in front of the TV and the grill tomorrow with a cocktail in hand, I'm sure. I'm sure. I want to take a minute to talk to you, and we're going to get off the car subject for a little bit. I want to tell you about a, an organization called Saving Amy. Remember that, Saving Amy. So you heard me talk a little bit about, earlier mentioned something about graduation. If you're on social media, everybody's got somebody graduating. I don't care if it's kindergarten promotion, eighth grade promotion, college graduate. I had one of those in my house, two of them in my house, my wife and my son. Uh, you know, high school friends, and, and you see all all of them. One particularly stood out to me, um, a young man by the name of Cesar. Cesar is the proper way to say his name. Cesar worked with Saving Amy. Saving Amy, Saving Amy is an organization that helps families transition out of homelessness. And um, founded by a wonderful woman named Jennifer. And um, she discovered that when these families were, and a lot of times single moms with kids were homeless, they couldn't get out of it. They couldn't break the cycle. And, and that's when Jennifer started saving Amy. And, and what really stood out to me is this post this weekend. And I and I really didn't pay too much attention to it. I saw it. And then I talked to Jennifer just a little bit ago. But saving Amy, again, helps these families, helps them get improve their situation so that these kids can get to a good high school or get an education and, and break the cycle and really, you know, really truly change the family tree in many cases. And Cesar is a young man that not too many years ago was homeless with seven or six other siblings and parents. And if they weren't homeless, they were barely surviving. I mean, Jennifer described their living conditions. It was barely a house, not even a kitchen. Uh, a cardboard box is a table. And um, Jennifer got involved with them. And Cesar went through Brophy High School. His siblings are going through Layola Academy, or trying to. Uh, the kids from Brophy High School, the boys there, young men, they tutor these families' children and help them. Cesar is one of those kids. Saving Amy helped him, along with the help of Brophy. He graduated with honors from Brophy. He got a scholarship to ASU Polytechnic. He participated in all the Brophy events, the sailboat trip. The He learned to swim on that trip, I found out. He was swabbing the deck. He was working. He was doing all this stuff, getting good grades, earning a scholarship, participating everywhere he could, and he's blind. It's amazing. That's the kicker. Yeah. It's amazing. What am I doing here with my life? And this kid's doing all these amazing things. It's amazing. And Saving Amy right now has five kids in the pipeline to go through Brophy or Leola Academy. So if you're looking for a charity or somebody to help out, maybe consider Saving Amy. It's a great cause. It is. Yeah. And and uh, stories like this you know, make us feel emotional and, and have us kind of give thanks for the things that we have when you see a kid like Cesar do the things he's done. Yeah, it's, it's just amazing. Yeah. So if you can help Save and Amy and you want to help, you're, this this kid, we are they are changing the lives of people. Not only changing their life, they're changing the entire family tree. And I think he, he's definitely going to be the first one to go to college in his family. He might even be the first one to graduate high school. 
including his parents. Well, so like you said, an organization that, that, like that helps break that cycle. Yeah, it does. So, yeah. so thank you, Saving Amy. Thank you, Brophy, for all that you do. My yeah. son went to Brophy. Great organization. And, uh, and thanks so to thank Jennifer. you guys. Yes, and thank you, Jennifer. So that's it for Saving Amy. Just remember that name when you got some extra money in your pocket or you think you're having a bad day. Boy, no kidding. Think of Saving Amy. So, all righty, we've got Mark is first. We've got William. We've got... Digger in Winslow. We've got Gina and Gary, and we've got to go to Mark in Phoenix. Mark, how can we help you with your Dodge Dakota 2010? Okay. Um, 90,000 miles on it, uh, four-wheel drive, 4.7 liter. Back in September, I'll try to be brief with this whole thing. Back in September, coming back from the White Mountains, uh, coming through Payson, through a code, uh, while an engine light came on, I came down into the valley. Um, where I lived, and ran the code, and it came up as a P0933, which is hydraulic pressure sensor. Uh, took it to a a uh, transmission shop, which I have pretty good comp- level of confidence in, and got the message back that, well, it could be the pressure uh, line pressure sensor on the outside of the transmission, could be a solenoid on the inside, and that was going to be a pretty big swing in price. So I said, let's just do the the pressure sensor on the outside and see if that clears, which it did. Drove it through the winter, no problem, uh, made a couple trips up and down uh, the mountains. And in April, driving back down again, uh, pacing, the light comes back on this time. It's a um, P0868 code, and... It doesn't register as a as a, a line pressure. It's like basically change the transmission. So um, I thought, but before before I did that, I thought ah, it might be that pressure switch again. So I drove over, and I this time I thought it's on the outside. I can change it myself. So I drove over to Napa, bought this pressure switch, driving on the way home. Light goes off. Mm-hmm. Car seems to be shifting fine. So take the switch back. Drive up the White Mountains a couple weeks later, coming back down this time through Globe, and light comes back on. So I get back home, drive it around a while, light goes off. Took it back to the transmission guy and talked to him about it, and he said, could be a pump starting to go. There's there's two pumps, I guess, one main pump and two little pumps, um, and one could be starting to go. Um, and that's why the computer is picking up a pressure uh, change mm-hmm. and and throwing that code. But I drive it around, uh, you know, town, and um, light goes off, and I and I don't have any issue. Yeah, how many miles did you say we're on it again? Ninety two thousand. Ninety two thousand. So, and at fifty thousand, I did a, a a complete transmission flush. Uh, because the the car's a 2010, um, and it was low miles when I bought it, but I didn't really know what the history of it was. So at around 50,000, I just did a front-to-back, change-all fluids, flush flush the transmission at the same time, put in a, so how a quality did, transmission. How did you flush the transmission fluid, or did you have a shop do it for you? No, I had a shop do it. Okay. So, so the pe- and they, and they they you know they kind of recommended uh, well maybe we should just drain it and not flush it because sometimes flushing causes a problem. But I said, look, it's only got you know fifty thousand miles on it. I don't I don't think you're going to dredge up anything that would cause damage, and and it's only been forty thousand miles later that this issue happened. So I don't know that it's related to the flush, but it was a professional flush. Sure. Sure. Um, you know, uh, a couple things on that. Um, your codes are for pressure issues, so sometimes you got to be careful. Don't kill the messenger. The pressure switch is the messenger. It's just telling you what the pressures are. You could have an internal leak in the transmission, not getting pressure. Um, the transmission, the computer will start ramping that pressure up. Because it needs pressure to engage all the clutches and work all the magic inside the transmission. So if you have an internal leak in the valve body, maybe, that could be causing a problem. You could have a weak pump, potentially. Or you could simply have a transmission that's worn out or has an issue, and the computer is doing its best to compensate by increasing the line pressure, and it's not enough pressure, and the, the system sees that. 
Part of what you're telling me, though, makes me wonder about the service of the fluid. Now, the fluid may very well still be perfectly clean, but you did say that you flushed it. And occasionally, we service or flush or exchange, whatever word you want to use, but that car still has a filter. And when you're cruising down the freeway for a long period of time, that's pumping a lot of transmission fluid. It's sucking fluid up. That filter is, is having a high volume of fluid go through it. If that fluid or if that filter is re- restricted in any way, that be, could be causing the transmission to starve for fluid and therefore reducing the line pressure. So you could be something as simple as changing the transmission filter. Remove the chip pan, put a filter in it. And if you wanted to do that, that'd be certainly worth a try. I don't like the transmission shop that says we think this, we could try this. They really ought to diagnose the the real problem. Um, But if you want to guess, as long as you know it's a guess and they tell you it's a guess, but I would still encourage a correct diagnosis. So try that. Um, We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Bumper to Bumper Radio. What really needs to be fixed? Do you have trust in your repair and maintenance facility to actually recommend only the repairs that your car needs? Hi, this is Lee Weatherby from Accurate Automotive. We pride ourselves and have built our business on our motto of friends serving friends for over 29 years by taking care of our customers like we do our friends and family. You don't always need a repair, but when you do, we advise and prioritize to let you know when you should get your work done. This way, you can plan for it, budget for it, so it doesn't come a surprise. We also tell you when it might be best to make a repair to avoid future, more costly repairs to save time and money, keeping your vehicle safe and operating at peak performance. For quality automotive repair at a price that's fair, check us out on BumperToBumperRadio.com or any of the review apps. Accurate Automotive, friends serving friends in Maysat, Robeson, and Broadway. Check us out at AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com today. That's AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com. Tommy Mello here, owner of A1 Garage Door Service. Springtime savings are here, and now is the perfect time to service your garage. Cracked or worn out bottom rubbers and seals expose your garage door to bugs and other pests, dirt, debris, and cold air. A1 Garage Door Service can replace old bottom rubber and seals in no time. And don't forget about all the moving parts of a garage door system. Wheels get old, cables fray, grease runs out, and tracks move, putting excessive wear and tear on your garage door system. Don't wait until there's a problem. Call A1 Garage Door Service for all of your garage door needs. Call today for our $129.99 tune-up special that includes a new bottom rubber. And remember, the garage door is the smile of your home. So don't wait. Call A1 Garage Door Service and you'll be smiling today. to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm Matt Allen, your host, and we are going to wrap this baby up. Ten minutes and thirty seconds, and we're out of here. Out to enjoy the weather, enjoy the weekend, and uh, let's get to the phones here, Carrie. We're going to answer some calls. Let's see here. William and Phoenix. We're going to get to William. Then we've got Digger in Winslow, Gary, and maybe time for another one. We'll see. And I got a text message to look at. But first, William, because William's been on hold for a little bit. William, how can we help you with your 2018 RAV4? Um, it's got 75,000 miles on it. The, the right side, when you're slowing down, braking, you hear a grinding noise. I took it into my shop that I've been going to for years, three different times over a year, and then they don't find nothing wrong with the brakes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what else to do. Um, pretty low mileage. Have you had brakes done on the car before? 75000 it would seem to me that you've had a brake job done once. Yep, yes. So you had one done once. Um, now, when they say they can't find anything wrong with it, do you, do, are they saying they cannot duplicate the noise, or they hear the noise but still don't see anything wrong with it? No, they can't duplicate the noise. And the last time we told them exactly, we said, you drive it for like 20 or 30 minutes, and then you start to, when you start to slow down and brake, you'll notice you'll hear the noise grinding. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. It's not all the time, but 
it's most of the time after you drive it for a while. Right. Now, I, I would be curious to see, you know, if you went in and talked to them about this, that you just said something that really kind of caught my attention for a second because you said you have to drive it for 20 to 30 minutes. Um, you know, that that's expensive to do. I mean, let's just say that shop right now, shop labor rates are 160 175 $200 an hour. And if I can, mm-hmm. if I got to have a technician go drive around for a half hour, that's a hundred bucks. And we yeah, have, I know. And I, I told him I, I had no problem paying. Okay. Okay. No problem. <laughs> um, it, but just, I'm just thinking out loud with you here. So that's challenging to do sometimes. So, um, yep. what I would recommend you do is if, if you go talk to them again, if they can't hear the noise, Go in and talk to him and say, hey, guys, when is a good time that I can go drive the car for 30 or 40 minutes and make it so that the noise is duplicatable and then have you go for a ride with me to hear it and then maybe we can check it right away? That would probably be the best case. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm Unless it's a wheel bearing or something like that, do you, and do you actually have to apply the brakes to hear the noise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I've had old older cars, and I know when bearings going out. I had an El Camino, and bearings yeah. went out all the time because it was out of alignment permanently. <laughs> right now, who did? Not, not without using the name, or did you do the brake job yourself? Did they replace the? No, I don't do it. No, no, okay. it's my wife's car, so I she drives. Okay, you know, to over two hundred miles a week. So I wanted to get everything done right. Sure. And, Okay. We're thinking about taking it to your shop, so okay. that's where I think my next effort is. Well, I mean, uh, if we can get it to make the noise, uh, my guess is, and I'm just guessing, they're probably looking at the brakes and inspecting the brakes. And I'll tell you, my shop isn't any more magic than a lot of the others. We still have to, I mean, we do the best job we can, and we're all human, and we, we do need to, to, to find, you know, we have to take some time to find the problem. Yeah. But... You know, I'm just kind of leaning towards since you step on the brakes and that's the only time it makes the noise. I'm leaning towards it's got something going on with the brake pads or brake rotors, um, even though they might have good life left on them. So that's my what they might be looking at and say, hey, the brakes are fine. They've got lots of life. And, if they yeah, and that's what I asked them the last, you know, the last two times. I said, I go, it's not the rotors or the, the calibers or something on that side. I go, because even I, at first I never noticed it because I don't drive it. Mm-hmm. And then I have driven it and I heard it. And I just can't believe they don't, you know, you don't hear it because it, I mean, it sounds awful. I mean, I haven't heard that since my El Camino 30 right. years ago. Right. Well, <laughs> like, one thing I would look at, you know, and I kind of pay attention to this. We do some stuff with the Better Business Bureau, some mediation or look at some car repair cases that needs some, need somebody to intervene. And it's really funny. And I'm kind of a stickler on this. You look at the in and the out mileage. The shop says, oh, we test drove it. We couldn't get it to happen. We did this. We did that. You know, But there's no gas missing from the tank, and the car's been driven one mile. Well, you didn't drive it very hard. You didn't try very hard. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, we've done brake jobs on cars. They had one. I mean, you would swear on your life that this thing is metal on metal, and you go pull the wheels off, and the brake pads and rotors and everything are brand new. Um, and and they were literally brand new. It was a brake job that we did on a friend of mine's Volkswagen, of all things. And we used the top-quality German Techstar brakes, original equipment manufacturer. Those brakes... I mean, they sounded, it was the worst. You think you're going to die driving, metal on metal. But they were fine. And that wasn't until we went back to, we just, on that car, we went to a factory brake pad in rotor. Problem solved. I'm not at all suggesting that's what you need on your camera, on your, on your, uh, on your RAV. But there could be something with the, you know, you don't want to just go replace rotors or replace pads. I'd be interested to see what they did when you had the brake job done a while ago. It doesn't appear that it's anything really bad because you can't duplicate it all the time. It might be an annoyance thing, but I understand you probably want the peace of mind. You've got your wife out driving a couple hundred miles a day. We're coming into the hot weather. So I I completely understand that. But it might be one of those things where maybe it's no harm, no foul, but you don't want to ignore noises like that either. So, so, um, I won't beat it up too much anymore, but I think it's one of the things where you've got to get it to where you can duplicate it. Or what we do sometimes, we usually do it when we're when we're after a big job. One of the technicians might need permission to drive the car home, and then you're not paying us to test drive the car. You know, we got to go home anyway. We can drive it through a drive cycle, and maybe during our twenty or thirty or forty minute commute, we can get it to make noise. So that might be another alternative for you, William. So good luck with that. And you know, noises are super super difficult at times to 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 identify for one. Make sure that we're 
both hearing the same noises, we have definitely fixed cars, and we fixed the noise we heard, but not the noise you heard. That that happens sometimes. So patience is a virtue for sure when it comes to that. So thanks for the call, William. Uh, let's see here. And, of course, you can bring it to my shop, but you know what? Don't sell yourself short. There's plenty of other shops at BumperToBumperRadio.com. You might drive past two of them on the way to me, and you'd be just as well served going to one of them as well. So, Although we'd love to have you have you too. So, Gary in Phoenix, 2011 Chevy van. What's up, Gary? Well, it's a cargo van that um, has about 250 or 60,000 miles. You just count that, right? <laughs> Yeah, but it's running good. Sure. It runs real good, and the air conditioner works super, but my fan doesn't always work. It'll work at low speeds, and then when I start to speed up, it dies down to nearly nothing. And then if I'm slowing down, it comes back on, and it's, then I can feel the air conditioning. But if I'm driving on the highway a lot of times, the fan doesn't seem to be working at all. And this is an electronic cooling fan on this configuration? I I believe so. Hmm. Well, so then what makes you think, if you we're not really even sure what kind of fan it is, so I guess I'll put you on the spot. How do you, what makes you think it's not working if we don't even really know what kind of fan it is? I mean, what type of system it is? Well, I, I know that on this van, there's a lot of hoses that are on the passenger side that seems to come down out of there and uh, just a friend of mine that has worked on vehicles a lot said that it sounds to him like it might be a vacuum hose. Well, that, but, but you're talking, now, I'm sorry, now when you're talking about the fan, let me back up. I had in my head the condenser fan. Are you talking about the blower? Oh, no, no, no. Fan? Okay, yeah, I'm, yes, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, my bad, too. We, we'll both own that. So you're talking about the blower motor in the car that generates the airflow out, out the vents, right? Yes, okay. and sometimes those vents won't change properly from, let's say, heat to cool or, or, or from, uh, say, the lower where it's blowing on the floor mm-hmm. versus the upper louvers. Okay, so so in that case, you might have, uh, and again, I don't know what system that has in it as you get into the cargo vans that may not, it doesn't have digital uh, controls or anything on the on the temperature, right? I do not believe so. No, no, the, the gauge is not digital. It's all analog. Yeah. And, and I know that it has that one, um, oh gosh, I, don't, I forget the name of the part, but it's uh, a part that you can change out that is just on the the engine side of the firewall. Yeah, man, it has some wires. Yeah, well, it. that I think that's the blower motor resistor. So what you could do, I think that's yes, probably what yes. he's talking about, is the blower motor resistor. So a couple things real quick that you can do. Take a look and unplug that blower motor resistor. You can even get to the blower motor fan and look at the wiring connectors and see if they're distorted, discolored, or anything like that. And if they are, then I would replace the blower motor, the resistor, and the wiring pigtails to them. If they're not discolored or distorted or anything, we need to find out why that fan's not working. So if you got a passenger, I'm not sure where the fan is on that car, if it's underneath the, the hush panels there or if it's underneath the hood. But if you can get it to where the fan's not working and just go give it a slight smack with a screwdriver or something that starts working, well then you know you've got a then you know you've got a bad fan motor. So sorry about the confusion on that. I was thinking the condenser fan or the radiator fan. So uh Sorry about that, but um, you're just going to have to get it to where it acts up. And it could be a, a vacuum control issue, too. So, everybody, have a great Memorial Day weekend. We will uh, see you next week. Thanks for joining us.